0: Hey, it's the Baldy Bishops. So, Matt, you like oatcakes, right? Man, I love oatcakes. Uh, me too. I've got. I knew that. <laughs> I've got a. I've got an idea for. It's the eleventh of December today and i have an idea for an know kick mm. a christmas oat kick mm. so i'm thinking brie instead of cheddar and mozzarella you got brie melted on there you got bacon still a little bit of turkey shredded turkey of course and then some cranberry and stuffing
1: Wait, i'll try it
0: christmas o kick i
1: will and i'll try it with an open mind <laughs> there's just a couple of those combinations that aren't quite...
0: May not work for you.
1: ...linking in for me, you know?
0: Yeah. I'm definitely prepared to give it a go. I think we're on to something. I think we get uh, the Baldy Bishop's own kick or something.
1: Maybe. maybe, maybe.
0: <laughs> but, you know, it's it's got to be the right ingredient. Don't mess.
1: Don't mess with... <laughs> it's got to be the right ingredients, which um, leads us to our discussion on gospel community... Amen. Uh, ...today. Yep. We're looking at Hebrews part one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what's, what's the main ingredient in gospel
0: community? <laughs> uh, the, the person and work of Jesus mm-hmm. gospel community rests on the person and work of Jesus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, we, were, we were chatting about this earlier, weren't we? That the gospel, whilst it can be defined in many ways, um, it can be the, the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ, which, which is like the focal point of it all coming together. Yeah. When we talk about the gospel, um, really the gospel is the person and work of Jesus Christ yeah yeah so so gospel community rests
0: on that yep yep and that's what we've been saying for all, all of the series is that the person and work of Jesus is the foundation which leads to our gospel identity our person and position because of Jesus which leads to our gospel practice the strength and the desire to live for Jesus which then leads to the gospel community mm-hmm. so so
1: so I can't know what to believe and I can't live out what the bible tells me to without a gospel work in me because mm. the same gospel that i believed at the moment of salvation that made the difference in my life mm-hmm. is the same gospel that makes a difference in my personal walk with the lord today
0: yeah and in my relationship my relationship yep. as well yep. yeah so hebrews has a lot to say about the personal work of jesus but the purpose of this series is to explore gospel community um so we're going to spend a little bit of time just to touch on the foundations of it all because we want to get the gospel the mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, gospel truths then uh, mm-hmm. for us, Matt.
1: Well, uh, Hebrews chapter one, uh, just the first four verses, I think from the very beginning is like some immense gospel uh, truth. It's God who was sundry at er, various times. You hear that KJV come out there? Good old sundry. <laughs> God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets has in his last days spoken to us by his son. whom He has appointed heir of all things through whom also he made the world, Be, uh, who who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Um, beautiful. And this is just like, this is who Jesus is, right? Yep. Um, verse number two, he's the capstone of, Revelation, So all of God's revelation, as we we talked about yesterday in the service as well, it was all pointing to Jesus and finds its ultimate fulfillment in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yet all the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Um, He's the heir of
0: all things. He's the creator of the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Verse three is the brightness of God's glory, the express image of God. So he's not like a Chinese whisper or a fuzzy copy. He is God uh, present amongst us. Um goes on to say he's the sustainer of the universe, he's the sin purger, and now he's exalted once more. And then finally in the volume, verse
1: 4, he's uh, exalted above the angels again as he was before his mm-hmm. incarnation. Uh, and he's obtained a more excellent uh, name through his, uh, his sinless life and his sacrificial death and resurrection. And now, um, according to verse 4, we share uh, we share in his name, and we, we know that we share in his name uh, passages, for example, like Philippians 2 and verse 11. That Jesus, uh, he's, he's been given a name above every name. Mm-hmm. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess. And our knees have bowed and our tongues confess. We share we share in that name with Jesus.
0: Yeah. So then Hebrews 2, 10, 11 goes on to say that uh, we have been brought in as sons. Um, sons and daughters bringing many sons to glory. Um, verse 11, both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one. And for which reason, he's not ashamed to call them brethren or brothers and sisters.
1: Yep. Can I just uh, stop you there just for a minute? Just to to maybe emphasize something that maybe our readers aren't picking up on. We said that gospel community is rooted in the person and work of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And verses 1 to 4 of chapter 1 are who Jesus is. Yeah. And as we move into chapter 2, we're moving into what Jesus has done. Yeah. Absolutely. So We've dealt with the person and now we're looking at the work of
0: Christ. What yeah. Done? Good stuff. So he's brought us into glory he suffered so as to do it. He set us apart, made us holy and belonging to God. And now Jesus is our big brother. He's not ashamed mm. sh- to call you uh, brother or sister. Um, and that's just so, so lovely and so beautiful, which is our gospel identity then, isn't it? So yeah. our identity is the king of the universe, uh, has purged our sins, has lifted us up, has brought us into glory as his little brothers and sisters. Simultaneously, our king and our brother. yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Lord and brother. Yeah, that's oh. good stuff, man. So that's that's our gospel identity because of the truth of the gospel. And we'll start looking at then the ramifications. What are we meant to do to live like that's true? All right. So gospel community principle one is Hebrews chapter three, verse 12 to 13. What's that telling us about, Matt? Okay. Hebrews 3. I
1: uh, verses 12 and 13 says, um, beware brethren, lest there be any, in any of you, an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily while it is called today. Lest any of you be hardened
0: through the deceitfulness of sin. Yeah. So we don't have a lot of time to get into all the context going on and nor do we, uh, <laughs> well, I cover that in the podcast. It's going to lead to, so it's, I mean, big stuff, more yeah. passage. But what this is telling us is our hearts are deceitful, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which means they actively believe lies and draw away from God and draw us away from God. Mm. And our flesh leans heavily towards self-trust, sin, selfishness, and unbelief. That old song, prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. Mm. Yeah, I was
1: just looking at it in an old hymn as well, uh, Come Down, All Love Divine. Mm-hmm. And uh, the third verse, it's uh, powerful. It says, let holy charity, my outward vesture be in lowliness, become my inner, inner clothing, true lowliness of heart, which takes the humbler part and o'er its own shortcomings weeps with loathing. Mm. And it's like just this knowledge of the fact that our hearts are deceitful. Um, yeah. And if if we're, if we're trusting in that, then. Man, we're going to cause all kinds of problems, aren't we?
0: Yeah. So so the author tells us, be aware of your sinful, deceitful yeah. heart, uh, to know it's a reality in each of your lives. But then he offers us a remedy. And the remedy isn't read your Bible more, pray more, although we we got, we, should, we could be doing that. Oh, yeah. But what's the remedy, according to the author, uh, for a, a deceitful and sinful heart?
1: I think an I think, uh, important word is the first word of verse number 13. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. but exhort one another daily. Yeah. So that's, that's the remedy.
0: Yeah. So the, the but here reveals that the remedy for the sinful leaning and this move away from God is daily exhortation for one another. So what, what is exhortation?
1: Uh, it's a multifaceted word, but basically it it's, well, it's, it's the same, same Greek word used for Christ and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, so when it talks about the Holy Spirit being the comforter, it's saying the Holy Spirit is a come alongside Mm-hmm. companion, you know, um, Jesus, when it talks about him being, um, um, and sorry, one John chapter two, verse uh, one or two, I can't remember wh- which one it is, but and he's our intercessor. He's our, he's the one who comes alongside. Right. And so the idea is to, to come near, to put your arm around, to gently remind each other of what is, what is true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we're called here in verse 13 to come alongside one another daily, right? Mm. um luther says we need to hear the gospel every day because we forget it every day mm. when we forget the gospel what does that look like it looks like leaning on my own strength and wisdom and righteousness uh judging others too severely and defending myself too quickly uh, no longer filled with grateful thanks and humility we find our our desire to live for god begin to dip and wean um so i need according to verse 13 then, i need gospel reminders I need i need daily exhortation about who Jesus is and what he's done is doing and will do who we are and how we're called to live in light of Mm. the personal work of Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. You know, a misconception that I had when I was younger is I really believed that the longer that I'd become a Christian, that that temptations would get less and less. Mm. Like I I really just thought I'll get so mature that things won't phase me anymore. Yeah. I won't, I won't be tempted with the things that I was tempted with before, but, but really the, the Christian life is, it is a daily battle. Mm-hmm. to believe the gospel it doesn't it doesn't get it doesn't get easier mm-hmm. if if anything we get more practice with temptations we encounter yeah. more temptations the longer we're alive in a fallen broken world and so we we're in a daily battle to believe the gospel and the call here is to live like that's true
0: yeah yeah so yeah so we're in this battle to believe the gospel every day so how are we going to be reminded of the gospel and the author says It's through daily exhortation of one another. So, this isn't just a verse for pastors. It doesn't say, Pastors, exhort your congregation daily. This is the responsibility and calling of every believer in the body of Christ exhort one another daily. And this is emphatically an anti CU Sunday verse, right? Mm -hmm. So, the whole CU Sunday stuff we've been going on and on and on about, Mm -hmm. um, this verse is one of the reasons why you have to abandon the CU Sunday Christianity Mm -hmm. of modern Western individualism.
1: Now, I, I will see you Sunday. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because we're going to get yeah. into that in the later right. later bit of the left. Yeah, of course. But if that's the only time that I'm seeing you and the only time that I'm trying to see you and the only time that you are encouraging me and I'm encouraged.
0: You, yeah. Yeah. Then we have a problem. It's not it's not even just saying get together daily and talk about football. It's sort yeah. one another extort daily another. to yeah. live like this is true. Yeah. Um so what we're seeing from this passage is that is purposeful s- small groups to get in together for a coffee or one-to-ones or you know just little gatherings throughout the week phone calls text messages all of this is essential to maintaining a robust individual Christian life mm. my individual Christian life um is 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 healthy through the corporate life of the body of Christ here this daily, mm. this the exhortation yeah um so how do I maintain a faithful walk in a countercultural world the author tells me that an essential ingredient to my daily intentional relationship with Christ is the daily intentional relationship of exhortation with my brothers and sisters in Jesus to remind each other of the gospel.
1: That's, it's really good because, it, you know, a counter world, when we think about the direction, the general direction the world is going in. And I'm, when I say the world, we're talking about unbelieving um, society. Yeah. Right. Um, what, what direction is culture going in right now? And, and all inclusive, and we could, we could elaborate on it so much. But everything, just about everything, about culture right now, is flying in the face of the gospel and yeah. The truth. Yeah. And so, kind of luring me away from and luring yeah. me away, so yeah. saying you're you're with us or you're against us. Yeah. Everything is like that. Yeah. And um and and the gospel is like, hang on a minute. There's a totally different culture mm-hmm. that God is trying to produce in you through this work of the gospel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and according to this passage scripture, I need you. I need john hammer i need jim <laughs>
1: yeah
0: you know i need karen i need claire i need dean i here i, I need the, the people of the church family that i'm yeah. part of to exhort me and i need to be exhorting them intentionally daily yeah so you
1: know there, there are people in the church who do this in different ways and i'm just gonna i'm gonna name drop a few people okay mm-hmm. um first I'm, I'm just gonna say that um john hammersley as you mentioned a minute ago he's he's, he's a real encouragement because he's he's going through great trials himself yeah and then he's really quick to say praying for you, brother. Um, yeah. and and that's that's through like you know kind of like text message on the group chat things like yeah. that. Yeah, you you've got Mick, uh, or Deacon, and he's he's really good about putting a letter through the post or a card through the post just to, yeah. to encourage you when you, you know he knows that you're going through a difficult time. Um, you've got Abby who's a gift giver. Yeah. She loves to give gifts just to cheer people up. Yeah. So there's there's different ways. It doesn't look the same with everybody. No. But find a way to encourage someone to follow Christ.
0: Yeah. And I you know, I don't want to keep belaboring it but well, we should belabor it. so uh, you know, Monday to Wed Monday to Wednesday this week I find it really difficult, um with you know, just the loss we've experienced as a family and I was just wrestling with the desire to be isolated, the desire to be on my own. Mm um and dean texts me about meeting up and so i i was like this is the right thing to do because hebrews 3 tells me i need daily exhortation so it was kind of I said that, so i met with dean and it was really good and we prayed and read the bible together and pointed out pointed the gospel out to each other and dean's like thanks for coming even though i know you didn't feel like coming mm-hmm. and i was like dean it's like going for a run like you don't want to go for a run no i don't anyway i'm um, yep. trying to do this 10k and i don't like running but after I've done the run, I actually have, I've, I'm really glad I went for the run, yeah. you know? And so I met yeah. with Dean, not really wanting to, mm-hmm. not because of anything to do with Dean, just my own yeah. desire to be isolated. Yeah. But I don't need isolation. I need exhortation. Yeah. So I met with him and at the end I felt exhorted, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and we need that because at, at that moment, and you had every right to be upset and mourning and grieving, mm-hmm. but in moments like that, very justified reasons to mourn and grieve. Can become a distraction from the gospel
0: definitely definitely mm-hmm. so i need to look for daily exhortation mm-hmm. from my brothers and yes. sisters and i need to look to give daily exhortation yes. for my brothers giving and, sisters. and receiving so you t- so whoever's listening take the initiative to give and receive you know don't be just waiting around mm-hmm. to receive go and take the initiative i'm going to meet with a brother who i know exhorts me <laughs> you know yeah. uh or i'm going to meet with a brother who needs it or a sister so yeah so yeah there you go that's that's number one principle number one daily.
1: All right, the second passage we're going to look at that deals with gospel community is Hebrews chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. And we see here that the love accompanies faith. Um, and what we're definitely not going to do is look at the context of Hebrews 6. <laughs> if we were quick merchants and just wanted to get quick listens, we would. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would become a firestorm and yeah. much debate. Um, but, but really, verses 9 and 10 is what we really want to focus
0: on. Yeah, so... So the author says, "We are confident of better things concerning you, things that accom- things that accompany salvation." Right,
1: yeah.
0: uh, that we speak in this matter. For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward His name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. This is quite important for gospel community. It,
1: it, it is because, um, again, we, we've and, and I want to I want to hammer this home. The the gospel is something that works salvation in me and mm-hmm. continues to work in me every day mm-hmm. until I see the realization, the full consummation of the gospel work in my life when I see him in the New Jerusalem. So that means that today there is a work taking place in my life Mm -hmm. and
0: there are things accompanying this salvation through the gospel. And what what are those things according to this passage? So according to this passage, the things that accompany salvation is verse 10, which is your work and labor of love, which you've shown toward the name um, of God. And that you've ministered to the saints and do minister. And if you follow the context, that's the, the thing that accompanies my salvation mm. is my work and labor of love. Mm. So it doesn't make me saved, but it, it follows along. Yeah. With, yeah. My yeah. salvation. Yeah. And, and then
1: faith, faith in Christ and love for all saints. Right. Um. So, so faith in Christ, this uh, daily grinding faith. So it's how does, how does the gospel speak into this situation, mm-hmm. this temptation, this conflict? Mm-hmm. And then love for all saints, it's this daily sacrifice for others. So, as conflicts come up between people, um, the love for all saints, which is a work of the gospel by the way, um, is going to be providing a solution for me to, to actually show love when, when I want to choose table flipping. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. To show conflict resolution uh, when I want to go and create chaos because of my frustration.
0: Yeah. And when there's needs in the church family. Yes. Uh, your, your salvation. That you already have will be accompanied by compassion yeah. the desire to meet those needs within the church family yeah. which is your work and labor of love then yeah
1: absolutely so f- faith and love when they are together um that this is this is real genuine maturity and growth
0: yeah that was last week wasn't it philemon yeah. said paul says i've heard about your faith in the lord jesus christ and your love for all the saints yeah. faith and love faith and love just it's mm-hmm. a constant uh, and then you, we get the James next in a couple of weeks time and see that again. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting though. Verse 10 says the, the work and the labor of love, which you've shown toward his name. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on to say, in that you've ministered to the saints and continue to minister. So what, what does mm-hmm. this say? And then is God counts our service toward our brothers and sisters as service towards him. Right. That's what it's saying. It's, yeah. I yes. serve my church family as I meet their needs, as I reconcile mm-hmm. and forgive. God counts it as if I'm doing that towards him. Mm. That's what it's, uh, you know, in his name, right? Shown toward his name. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have time, but that's really Matthew 25. Remember that verse 35 to 40. When did we feed you? When did we visit you? When did we heal, you know, come to visit you when you were sick or in prison and give you water and clothe you? And Jesus says, just like you did it to the least of these, my brethren, Mm. I counted it as you did it towards me.
1: Yeah. And then if you give a cup of water in my name. Yeah. uh, That principle
0: yeah as well yeah and that that changes everything like like we looked at last week how the gospel identity isn't just for me it's how i see other people and those people are what we call in christ ones yeah right so if it if uh you know when when ted was in hospital and and we were visiting him we were visiting him in christ so yeah. christ counts that as me visiting christ yeah, yeah you know yeah. when I, when, we, when he couldn't drive for a long time and a few people were giving him lifts the so wednesday nights and sundays Christ counts that as if you were giving Jesus a lift. (laughs) If you, if you in your own head can start seeing the world like that, like Mm. Jesus counts that as if I'm doing that towards Him. Yeah. How would that change how we do it then? My
1: my service of my brother and sister, is my worship of Jesus.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a way to worship Jesus. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. So that's the second one. You think you 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 happy with that? You got anything else for that second one? No, I, I think it's just it's paramount, isn't it? Yeah. So my faith outwardly works things that accompany my salvation which is love for the saints yeah yeah and jesus counts that as you're doing that towards me cool. beautiful <laughs> all right so hebrews 3 uh daily exhortation hebrews 6 faith that works out of itself works works out into love for our brothers and sisters which jesus counts it as done towards him mm mm-hmm and then we get to chapter 10 verse 24 to 25 um so yeah and, and 24 to 25 again it's in light of the gospel yeah. if you read verse 19 to 21 you know we have this high priest we have boldness to enter into the holy of holies by the blood of jesus mm-hmm. we have this new and living way which he's consecrated for us we've got the high priest over the house of god and then the author says three things about what we're meant to live like that's true come close to god mm-hmm. let us lot of strong near verse 22 mm-hmm. hold on to your faith verse 23 yeah and then of all the things he writes about like you know of all the things he, you you have access to the to the to god to the holy of holies you have a high priest you have a new living way here's three things that live like that's true and the third way is verse 24 let us consider one another yeah and so, and,
1: and it's it's building up isn't it it's building up into a crescendo so it's like it's, it's, you would think that draw near to God and hold firm to your faith would be what it's building up to. Right. But actually he says, draw near to God, hold firm to your faith. And it's like this big, big on. Spot? consider one another, one another. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's just, it's just so emphatically demonstrated over and over again, Matt, that yeah. this one another stuff, this gospel community stuff we're looking at, we're not making this up. This is like constant, the constant flow of mm. the epistles is one another, one another. Um, so what are we supposed to do with one another? We're, we're called to stir up love and good works, Mm. not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another. And so much, the more as you see the day approaching. There you go. So consider, um,
1: so the the word, the word consider, right. When when we think of that, it's, it's not just like, there, there, there are, (laughs) but it's, it's take thought of each other, Mm -hmm. Uh, allow one another's, uh, burdens and needs to become part of your thinking. Yep. so consider one another and then he says stir up which means to spur on or or to stimulate mm-hmm. which i which i think is a beautiful description of what we can be in one another's lives yeah is there is this gospel in each and every one of us there's mm-hmm. the holy spirit is doing a gospel work good. and i can be a tool in the hand of god to stimulate that internal gospel work yeah inside it's of my good. brother or sister
0: yeah so so i'm called to stimulate you to the things that accompany your salvation mm-hmm. right yeah. which is so it's love and good works which yeah. we saw in hebrews six yeah uh i'm you have salvation yeah right and you're meant to have things that accompany your salvation mm-hmm. and yeah. one of the tools god uses is each other to stir that up in one another so i should be
1: i should be helping you fully um comprehensively be experiencing the gospel work in your yeah. life yeah, that's good man
0: it's crazy isn't it yeah so, <laughs> you're right. You hear that? That's,
1: that's, like, just that's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't get over
0: it. <laughs> so, so we're not meant to abandon meeting together, right? Okay. That's what it's saying here. Not forsaking the assembling. So, I'm not supposed to abandon meeting. And then the author of Hebrews says, sadly, some are doing that. And that's just the reality of every church: is that there's people here who, who could. No, we're not getting at those who can't, but there are people not, who no. could and they're and they're not. But then also, I'm not just meant to turn up and receive attend the service and go home i'm called to turn up hmm. and exhort my brothers and sisters yeah and that's not just pastors it's not just renowned right oh, pastors here it's one another so i meant to be going to meet with my church family at the gatherings to to meet with christ to meet with them and to give myself away hmm. to exhorting them to to love and good works good. so I, I this is the we ha, we're, we're called here how do we live like verse 19 to 20 is true uh, that we have a high priest, that we have boldness? Well, the author says one of the ways we live like it's true is by turning up to encourage one another, yeah. intentionally turning up to encourage one another. And then it goes on to say, as, as things get harder, we need to meet yeah. even more and do this even more. And part of it is to remind each other of the coming of Jesus to make all things new, you know, that as you see this day approaching. So so my interactions with my brothers and sisters are, need to be purposeful meaningful mutually beneficial for one another as we stir each other up to this yeah. again it's not just for pastors it's the responsibility and calling for every believer in the body
1: yeah so i'm I'm not I'm not just showing up to church because that's what we do right I'm showing up with being very intentional yeah that my goal is in love to exhort my brothers and sisters to to love more yeah to serve Christ more yeah
0: And, and, and when things get hard, temptation is to withdraw and isolate, but the author saying here, you need it even more, (laughs) even more, you need to be stirred up to love and good works. Um, and again, like the things that went on in in our family, like we could, we, we would be like, people would, would, would understand if we were to say, we're just not going to be coming for the next little while, but we need, we needed the gathering Mm. in those moments. We needed, uh, the purposeful, intentional, meaningful gathering. Where I provoke and you provoke to love and good works mm. um, so yeah we, we needed we needed the family we needed his, we needed this first to be true in our lives
1: yeah there, there's another phrase at the end of verse number twenty five which I think is um, something we don't really reflect on a whole lot as you see the day approaching mm-hmm. as you see the day approaching, so we're, we're dealing with the return of Christ, yeah which the New Testament so, says should be a major focal point of of our service yeah um, so how do I actively wait for the return of Christ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One of the ways that we do that is by gathering with our brothers and sisters to
0: stimulate the love and good works. <laughs> is that good? Yeah. How do I live like it's true that Jesus is coming back, gathering, yeah. intentional gathering? So if I isolate myself from the
1: body, I'm not talking about, again, we're not talking about people who can't be there. Yeah. We're talking about people who can be there and choose to isolate mm-hmm. the body. Um, I'm not living like Jesus is returning.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you, you were saying when we were preparing notes for this, we assemble on the first day of the week because Jesus rose the first day of the week. Mm-hmm. And we stir each other up to love and good works because he's coming back too. Yeah. Um, so we look back to the resurrection in our gathering on a Sunday and we look forward to the coming back in our stirring up with one another. Beautiful song. It's good. Well, you, can, you can say it's beautiful. You said it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that good? <laughs> same thing. As Isn't that beautiful? beautiful? I was looking at you like, hey, you ever heard of that before? <laughs> <laughs> so... What's the modern church compared to this, man? What what's the normal modern church church service? Sadly, begin to look like. Well, let's let's just say
1: that the the modern version of church is a very like, this is what we do, mm. go through the motions. So we turn up, yeah. Which is which is like bare minimum on time, fair game. As as the service is gay, okay, yeah, right? Yeah, and we we appreciate that and all that. <laughs> um, sit up, stand down a few times. Yeah, sit down. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. stand up, sit down. Um we listen to a lecture.
0: Yep. Um is essentially a lecture, right? It's
1: like being in a class. Yeah. Yep. We just sit and we listen. Um, swap a few pleasantries. Uh, how are you? Great to see you. Yep. Uh shake someone's hand. Um and we go home. Or or we have strictly kind of emotional experiences as well. Mm. Sometimes sometimes people just show up to church just to like have this big emotional yeah. build up. And yeah. so it becomes uh yeah, either either like insanely Dull and kind of just going through the motions or become something where we're just trying to have an emotional experience.
0: Yeah. So, and then see you Sunday. See you next Sunday. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah. Let's do this again. Let's do this <laughs> again next week. Right. Whereas the early church here, according to Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, is communal, purposeful, intentional, and meaningful. Mm. The the service part, you know, the, the service part of our gathering, which is the, when you and I get up and say, good morning, everyone. Nice to see you all. Yeah. Uh, that part of the gathering is essential and important. Yeah. but it's not the only part. No. See that part beforehand where you're talking to people and you've come early and you're intentionally exhorting and listening and being there and putting an arm around and praying and reminding each other of the verses, mm. That that's essential. And afterwards, when you're talking about what was meaningful to you and how can I be praying for you in the week ahead and you know, let's meet up on Tuesday, that's vital. <laughs> it's, yeah. No, yeah. it's not just turn up for the hour and go home. Yeah, the before and after is essential to the Christian life.
1: Absolutely, before and after, and and the quality and emphasis of the in between stuff. Mm-hmm. So, at our services and at our gathering. So, like, like if, if I show up and I go home and realize that I haven't encouraged anyone to believe the gospel, I shouldn't necessarily feel guilt and shame, but I should feel a sense of like, um, sort of, I'm looking for emptiness. Mm. That I've not been that source and haven't received that from somebody. Right, yeah. Because it's very integral to who I'm supposed to be in
0: Christ. Yeah. The the very purpose of the gathering is this. um, And, you know, it's become this idea of like the pastor gets up and he exhorts everybody to love and good works. Yeah. But this verse says, exhort one another to love and good works. Mm. So how do we do that in purposeful gathering? Well, that obviously it can't be in the middle of the service because... You can't just start interrupting the flow. I've got an exhortation over here. So it's going to be before (laughs) and after. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So here's, um, let me me just say this. When when Brian Edwards came to our church not long ago, Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that he he said that he noticed was um, people were very intentional Mm. with the community thing. So as he was coming in, everyone was really warm. There were people that were sat and praying with each other before the service, yeah, and encouraging one another and really like arm around each other, kind of stuff. And to him, that was beautiful. It was before and it was after the service. Yeah. So this is happening, yeah, yeah, at our church. Yeah, so, so we're not saying there's a famine of this at our church. Right. Praise God for the gospel community that we're we're seeing when we're together and when we're uh, going through our weeks as well. Praise God. Thank you to everybody doing that in my life because I yeah. need it. But what this verse says is so much the more mm-hmm. as you see the day Yeah. So yeah. as the return of Jesus is um, is drawing closer and closer and closer, mm-hmm. I should not just be like, great, we have a gospel community. Now our church has arrived. Right. I should be like, no, I want more and more and more of this. Yeah. I want yeah. to be more of a source of, uh, of of encouragement to love and good works. I want to be more of a receiver of that encouragement.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, that's, that's really good. So- we, we can't rest on our laurels. Yeah. It's um it's like if we looked at let let brotherly love continue, you know, yeah. so much the more and abound in this more and more. So because God is unlimited and limitless and He pours into us graciously and mm-hmm. and 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 just this overflow of love, that's why it's got that so much the more attached to it. Mm. If if we were just on our own in all of this, the so much the more would be impossible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's and so much the more because you have a boundless God.
1: Man, just, but just think about that for a minute because we have so many people in the congregation. I'm one of them, by the way, who are like, I cannot believe what God's doing in mm. our church.
0: Mm.
1: I cannot believe the love and support that I'm feeling from the people mm. of God mm. in this church. And Hebrews 10:25 says that I can experience more. More of that. There's more of this. <laughs> more I could yeah. raise to even a higher level of reality of this gospel community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to, what that's going to mean is, Everyone given more of themselves to this, yeah. But but from the overflow of Christ, given yeah. more, you know, not, not an burden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I gotta work this out. Oh my goodness, I can you know, do more. It's, it's the joy it's, of yeah, experiencing, experiencing more
1: and more beautiful as Christ continues to overflow us. Exactly.
0: So so that's that's what we have for for yesterday. Uh, Hebrews, we are in Jesus Christ. He's our He's our big brother. He's <laughs> not ashamed of us. And he calls us then, through the author of Hebrews, to daily exhortation, to love one another, and to stir each other up in our gatherings to do this more and more. So, all by grace. Stuff? Yes. Thanks for listening to the Baldy Bishops Podcast.
1: If you wish to get a hold of us you can contact us at baldybishops at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on facebook or instagram hey do you want to go get it okay that sounds great let's go